0: Holy chatter. Today's learning is the two men that were shot in Tel Aviv last week, Orbe Natalie and Rotem Ben Chava. They should have a complete Rifwashalima. They're in bad shape. And I just wanted to tell everyone here that the man that we have been learning is Rifwashalima, the father of the two boys that were killed in last week's, in last month's terror attack. Abraham Noah Chaim ben Yehudit has woken up and is out of the hospital. Thank God. And I really believe that it has a lot to do with our learning here and um, the dedica- the dedicating of these halachos for his chus. Hopefully, Hashem, we have the skhut to also have our hand in the refuah of the two men that were shot a few days ago. Okay, so today's halacha is like this. Are you allowed to believe a report that's supported by evidence that you've seen yourself? Okay? So the question is like this. You hear a negative report, you hear something negative about someone, and, and it provides the perfect explanation for a situation that you yourself saw with your own eyes. Okay? Are you allowed to believe what you're being told? Okay? You saw something with your own eyes that now this report that you're hearing, this negative report that you're hearing, totally, totally supports what you saw. Are you now allowed to believe it? So the example that they give is that lately you're noticing that your neighbor, who's normally very outgoing and speaks to you all the time, is no longer speaking to you, is when you guys wait outside for, for the school bus for your children, your neighbor makes no effort to say hello to you, good morning to you, nothing. Something's clearly changed. Okay, And then another day you bump into another neighbor and she tells you, by the way, I want to tell you about the neighbor that's now. Talking to you, that she's decided that people in our neighborhood are very snobby and she wants to move out and she's done. Okay. Are you allowed to now say, Oh, now I get why she wasn't talking to me because she thinks that everyone in the neighborhood is snobby and she wants to move out and so she's offended? Are you allowed to now assume that the reason that she didn't speak to you while you guys were waiting for the bus? Now makes sense because of what you're hearing from this other neighbor. So the halacha is like this It says, In the case of both Hara and Rechilut, you're allowed to accept as truth a report that's backed up by conclusive circumstantial evidence. Okay? That means that. If you have to believe something, if it comes, if there's evidence, like we've said many times before, you have to look for evidence. You have to, you can't just believe something. You have to look for evidence that this is true. You have to do your research, right? So if you get the conclusive evidence that this is true, you're allowed to believe it. But in the case over here that they're describing with this neighbor and she's quiet and she's not saying good morning, and she's not talking like her usual self and somebody else fills in the blank for you, you're not allowed to believe it because anything, anything could be possible for that. For the reason why she's not talking to you in the morning, or she's not talking to anyone in the morning, it could be she's uh, getting divorced and she's going through a hard time. It could be, you know, her kid is sick. God forbid. It could be that she's uh, going through some real therapeutic experience and she's feeling much more than she usually feels, meaning we never know and assuming that somebody is not talking to us or talking to us because of us or because of what somebody else says about them is not necessarily true and it can't be believed, okay? But if you do hear, like I just said before, if you do hear Lashon Hara and, and there's and there's real conclusive evidence to what that you're hearing, then you're allowed to believe it, Okay. Um, so that's that. So that's the halacha. And then he goes on and he says, if there are two people sitting across from each other and each one has a different view, one has a view of a parking lot and the other person has a view of a, of a harbor, of a bay. Okay. And the person with the parking lot a view complains that the restaurant doesn't have much of an atmosphere. Okay. Uh, and then you say, what are you talking about? It's a beautiful atmosphere, right? Because you're looking at the harbor, you're looking at the bay, and the person at the other side is looking at the parking lot, right? So really, both people don't get each other because each one has a different perspective. And what we're learning here is that you can't know what the other person is really experiencing because you haven't lived through their life, you haven't felt their feelings, you haven't endured their challenges. There's no way for you to come and say, I judge them because they're acting this way or talking this way or doing this thing, okay? Because you really have never been in their shoes. You've never experienced the things that they've experienced. Say, you know, this person should really react this way or, you know, it's so small-minded of this person to say that or act like that or, you know, do that or buy that or, you know, it's so, to judge other people based on our experience is really very much not fair. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't work that way because it doesn't mean that we need to put someone else, you know, it doesn't need, it doesn't mean we need, I'm sorry, it doesn't mean we need to put someone else through psychoanalysis before we can have a conversation with them. Okay. it All it means is that take a moment, just one moment to think about the possibility that they see things from a different perspective. Okay. And we can go far in our effort to judge and speak favorably of others. And it's really, really helpful if we're able to see sometimes if we're just like just jumping off the cuff and saying you really should talk this way. You really should say this. You really should shouldn't have done that. You really responding this way is just so terrible or so mean or so nasty or whatever it is. Every person has a different perspective in their life. Every person went through different things in their life. And if we just take a minute to think about where the other person's coming from in their response, in their Way and if we take a minute to think about where they're coming from, we can have a lot. We can have a less judgmental approach. Okay, if we're triggered, it's much harder. You know that's why we have to work on other middos and other things and learn tomer devora. I highly urge suggest that everyone learn tomer devora. It helps very very much with interpersonal relationships. But to just take a minute and say, where is this person coming from? From their experience, from their life, from their, from the things that they've gone through. Okay. And that is our learning for this evening. Thank you so much. And just uh, if you can spread the word that we're lear, we're learning here and that we're doing these halakhos of Shemir it's a big schus for anyone that's learning and for the people that we're learning for. And it just spreads peace and love in the world. And that's what we very much need more of in every single one of our lives and in the collective life of Klal Yisrael. So, have a good night.